turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit robblack.com. Robblack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Every single stock I own is up today. In about four or five minutes, I'm going to tell you why. But first, let's go over what happened yesterday. NASDAQ was down half a percentage point. S&P 500 was down six tenths of a percentage point. Dow Jones Industrial Average down 67 basis points or two thirds of one percentage point. Fun, huh? Um, the Dow didn't hit the 14 days in a row. The last time the Dow was up 13 days in a row, the markets went up 100 years, essentially. That's a dumb statistic and it, it it's it's misleading. So don't go into that, right? <clears throat> Um, it wasn't crazy, but it was a, a bad end to the day yesterday. Throwing that down. What else do we have out there yesterday? The U.S. economy is humming. U.S. GDP increased at a more than expected 2.4% annualized. Thanks in large part to a hefty consumer spending and businesses shelling out for investments. Uh, you have to invest in your own business, right? It helps. And when it does, it tells you there's confidence. So the U.S. economy is not spiraling into a recession due to interest rate hikes. It's actually getting stronger as the year goes on. The cherry on top is underlying inflation rose at its slowest pace in two years. This could be a sign of a soft landing, which Fed Chairman Jerome Powell are going to have to give credit to. So far, so good. Let's check in on this in nine months from now. Trump got hit with new charges in a classified documents probe, basically ordering employees to delete security camera footage. There is going to be an indictment soon. How will the markets handle it? We'll see. Tesla created a team to swat away range complaints. This is getting dirtier and dirtier. Tesla and Musk are under investigation in California for basically full self-driving, which isn't really full self-driving. In any way, shape or form, but on top of it, they're now being investigated on complaints around its cars ranges that it's formed a group known internally as diversion team to cancel thousands of range related customer service appointments. When I first got a Tesla, um, it was a gift, actually, is the way I look at it. Um, it. It didn't live up to expectations. And when you travel with any weight in your vehicle or when you travel with air conditioning on, it doesn't live up to expectations. And if you speed, it doesn't live up to expectations. If you accelerate quickly, it doesn't live up to expectations. So it is a little misleading. Elsewhere out there, let's see what we have for you. Um McDonald's CEO made me happy yesterday. He said this quarter, if I'm being honest, the theme was Grimace. <clears throat> Grimace had his birthday. He had a big milkshake named after him. They had a lot of social media that played into nostalgia. They're opening up 1900 more McDonald's this year. We found out 
Again, not an embarrassment of an investment if you think long-term and anytime there's a down market or if they have a bad quarter or a CEO who does the naughty, naughty, shouldn't be doing that with uh, uh, female employees. Like what happened? Anytime there's an opportunity, it's, it's, I want to say, you know, we used to laughingly joke at McDonald's like, oh, you could probably eat a McNugget after a nuclear holocaust would be fine. Or how do they exactly make those nuggets? So today we're seeing continued inclination to buy on weakness after yesterday's sell off <clears throat> gains in many companies that reported earnings, including several blue chip companies rebound and mega cap stocks supporting the broader market. And then there was the Bank of Japan voting to conduct a yield curve control policies with greater flexibility. Japan has been a nation stuck in stagnation for years, and they're finally coming out of it. Interesting. Intel's a headliner today, a winner, if you will, after having two quarters in a row of earnings losses. They had a better than expected quarter and a better than expected outlook up 6% today. Procter & Gamble. They posted better than expected results, guiding 2024 expectations in line. Exxon and Chevron are also big in the news today. Both of them came up shy of second quarter earnings estimates. Um, they're down slightly, not pulling the markets down. Um, Ford, Mondelez, Roku, Colgate, Palmolive, KLA, Tengor, T-Mobile, Newell Brands, U.S. Steel, Live Nation. Um, had some mixed reactions, but mostly positive. Live Nation is going to be an interesting one for me today, and I'll get into this for sure um, when the appropriate time hits. It's a stock that... What are we hearing about, first and foremost, right? No concerts during the pandemic. None. Couldn't get together. But what are you hearing about now? Taylor Swift. I know you're saying you just like talking about Taylor Swift. There's something terribly wrong with me, right? There kind of is. But she's uh, playing in the Bay Area now, and it's It's crazy. Um, she's all that and more. If you take a look at the last year, um, year to date, the stock has gone from 65 to 97. Pretty darn good, if you ask me. And there's a story that I was working on today that ticket prices are now so outrageous. Nearly half of concert goers say they'd consider getting another job just to afford one. Four ways to take out that sting of seeing Springsteen or Taylor Swift. Isn't that funny? Concert tickets can set you back significantly now. Four in five Americans say they're attending a concert this year. Um, three in five say tickets are harder to pay for this year. I hope you never, ever sacrifice your retirement savings for a $1,000 ticket to a concert. A lot of Taylor Swift's concerts you can find online. Just so you know, um, <clears throat> people are renting out unused space. They're becoming an Airbnb host. To justify it, they're choosing the right credit card. I've done that. I've got one credit card, Capital One, that I barely ever use or even like, but it's good for getting into those pre-sale tickets into concerts. Um, I guess I shouldn't tell you that, should I? But um, concert goers spend an average of $113 on a single concert ticket. That's shocking. Because I remember, um, I guess, going to see bands like Dave Matthews for $10, $15. You know, it wasn't a, a concert concert. It was a, you know, a bar concert or a, a music hall concert and not a stadium per se. 
But if you want to see your favorite artist, you're paying $215, 46% would even consider getting a second job to cover the costs. I find that ludicrous, but it is what it is. Today, markets are doing quite well. In large part, the Fed's preferred inflation gauge cools to the lowest level in more than two years. This probably means the Fed Reserve is done raising interest rates and inflation should come under control quickly. Well, let me let me correct this. Prices rose just 3% in June from 12 months earlier, down from 3.8% in May. So May to June saw a big drop. Still above that 2% inflation target. On a monthly basis, prices rose two-tenths of a percent from May to June, up one-tenth of a percentage voice per uh, one percentage point from the previous month. Last month's sharp slowdown in year-over-year inflation largely reflected falling gas prices, as well as milder increases in groceries. So Wall Street is partying today as if, okay, they're not going to possibly raise interest rates at this point in time, so it's sideways. And when will we hit that 2% number? Do we really have to hit that 2% number? And looky, looky, we all still have jobs, no recession. So you're seeing a market rally today. The S&P 500 is up nine-tenths of a percent. Dow's up one-half a percent. The Nasdaq's up 1.6%. The Russell's up 1.2%. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Big event coming up in August, late August. In Los Gatos at the Toll House Hotel. Learn more about it at robblackshow.com. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors Thursday, August 24th in Los Gatos. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least $500,000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Thursday, August 24th, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at the Los Gatos Toll House Hotel. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. So the Fed's preferred inflation gauge dropped to 3% flat, down from 3.8% the previous month. Still not there. Still not sure if the Fed will stick to its word and say 2% is the magic number that we're fighting. They seem to be in good position now to ultimately stay sideways or lower interest rates in the future. If anything goes wrong with the jobs market, they can be there. That's good news. Um, Wall Street's seeing it that way. I'm just throwing it down for you. Strong economy is flexing its stamina in the United States. The U.S. economy is still a giant version of the little engine that could chugging along faster than nearly anyone expected. Thursday, just one day after Chairman Jerome Powell said the Fed no longer projects a recession, the Commerce Department showed national GDP GDP grew at 2.4% year over year. Think of that little engine. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. 
Fed's interest rate hiking campaign, which reached a 22 year high on Wednesday, has apparently slowed generationally. High inflation rates. It's pulled off the feet without crimping the labor market. Initial claims for jobless uh, for unemployment benefits comes out on Thursdays and it fell last week by 7,000. Very still bullish number. Now, the hot job market could probably be a thing that the Fed would like to still deflate a bit. Strong labor market may be fueling economic growth. Wage gains finally surpassed inflation in June, the first time in roughly two years. Consumer confidence has hit the highest peak since July 2021. Consumer spending grew 1.6% year over year in the second quarter. That's down from the near shopaholic crazy levels of 4.2% in the first quarter. So consumer spending is slowing. Please note, business investment leapt to 7.7% year over year in the second quarter. From just six-tenths of a percent in the first quarter, telling you that businesses are still spending, they're spending more now into the economy, thinking, how do we get the sales of the strong consumer? Diane Swank, she's chief economist at KPMG in Chicago. She told Bloomberg, this is the closest we've come to a Goldilocks scenario since the onset of the pandemic. What the Fed has to worry about is whether or not there will be a later rebound in inflation from the wages. That's deflating. And not in the way Jerome Powell hopes. So I like Swank. Uh, She's one of those people when she talks, you learn something. And I like that kind of person. A couple senators, Elizabeth Warren and Lindsey Graham, Republican and Democrat, two very opposite sides of the spectrum, are both talking about reigning in big tech. Meta, TikTok, Google. Um, So far, whatever big tech gets in the crosshairs of Congress, not a lot happens, to be honest with you. The agency that they're talking about, a Digital Consumer Protection Commission, would bar companies like Amazon, Meta, and Google from favoring in-house products over competitors. Platforms would be required to let users know when their data is collected and targeted. Another target national security of past platforms like TikTok would have to sell their companies to an American owner or have a U.S.-based subsidiary. So will there be bills that change the big tech investment theme that has worked so well in the last 10, 15, 20 years? I think it's something you should be aware of. So I got an email from Acorns. I am a professional investor. I work with EP Wealth. I have a financial planner. I have access to private credit, private equity, private debt. I have access to a diversified portfolio approach. I have great access. And yet I still have the little app called Acorns. It's the little engine that could. They send out an email on occasion. And one of the things that they said was, congratulations, you've been investing for 221 weeks in a row. I must have got the app 221 weeks ago. What's that? Four years, right? And it just re- reinvests my dividends, uh, reinvesting in my dividends might change. So if I go to a restaurant and the bill is for $10.25, I tip $2 and it's $12.25. They'll take that 75 cents and invest it for me. Or, oh, no, no, they'll round it up to a uh, dollar. And they'll take that 25 cents and invest it for me. 
I choose to have my roundups triple times. So they'll make that 25 cents into 75 cents and invest it for me. I'll never miss it. I'll be honest with you. I'll never miss it. And I've grown quite a little oak tree this week or next week. It's going to hit $100,000. And what have I done? I've reinvested every time me, my wife and my children have swiped the credit card. That's all I've done. Oh, no, no. Well, I also have a recurring investment. So that that's something also fair to throw down. So I started uh, early on with, you know, $100 on Fridays. And then I've upped it to $250 on Fridays. So, um, but it adds up quickly. And I didn't miss it. So consider the app Acorns. You can find it on your phone. Just like you can find this podcast on your phone. Um, or CFP Chad Burton's podcast on your phone under New Focus on Wealth with CFP Chad Burton. He did a live show this morning. It'll be converted into a podcast probably over the weekend. And uh, you should check it out. Anyhow, and anyway, you can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Talking all things financial. MasterCard cracks down on pot purchases. That's interesting, right? I'm surprised. It seems to be legal in many states. MasterCard sent cease and desist letters to businesses that were accepting its debit cards as payments for cannabis products. Credit cards were already mostly a no-go since cannabis is still legal at the federal level, is still illegal at the federal level. MasterCard said those swipes are not allowed, even in the 38 states where it's legal. Cannabis sellers had turned PIN and debit payments after Visa warned against using the cashless ATMs that had been used by many dispensaries. Now, cannabis customers could be left with just two low-tech payment methods, ACH transfers and cash. Um, the only time I ever use cash, and this is embarrassing to say, is, that I can think of, that I can think of. Um, I know my sauce runs with it a little bit more than I do, but I don't. It's filthy, filthy dirty, filthy dirty. Um, but if I go to Vegas to see a concert, uh, um, I'll gamble a little bit. It's a sin. I know it's not great. I know it's not healthy for me. Um, I'll try to do blackjack and usually I do pretty well because I stick 100% to the rules. Um, there's rules. Isn't that silly? Like you could actually win more often than you lose if you follow rules. I think that is the thing you could do. I want to want to say the easiest with best odds. eBay shares fell 8% yesterday after the marketplace dropped a mixed earnings bag. I bring up eBay for the reason of why. Why? Um, as an investment. You can use it as a tool, for sure. You need some cool sneakers and some cool things. But why invest in it? There's better ones, aren't there? Amazon, Walmart, I don't know, when it comes to retail. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. You are listening to the Rob Black Show podcast. For more information on EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Tech companies in the back half of 2023 are going to have their most profitable quarters ever. In large part, at the beginning of this year, you started seeing, and I'm going to give this credit to Mark Zuckerberg, the year of efficiency. But you also saw companies like Amazon and others start to pull off, pull employees off the table, letting them go. Um, 
Tesla made it okay for everyone to let go of employees. If you don't come back to the office, we're letting you go. Um, that's one reason the market's rallying right now. Another reason the market's rallying right now is the Federal Reserve's very likely done. The key gauge that they follow for inflation came in at 3%. Typically, we like to see inflation between 2 and 4. 4 is too hot. 2 is too low. 3 is just right. Now, again, that's my speak. That's not Fed speak. I speak in Goldilocks. Um, every single stock that I own is up. The four major indices are all higher. Uh, the 10-year treasury is playing with 4%. That's the only thing I don't like seeing today, 3.97. Um, did I expect this? Yeah. We knew that the Fed was closer to being done two months ago when they skipped a meeting. We knew that. Now their next move is sideways, and the move after that will probably be down when jobs start to be lost. Now, again, I think they would like to see some jobs be lost try to get our employment unemployment rate somewhere between four and six percent again six percent that's not good four percent that's pretty darn good five percent four and a half that's kind of where goldilocks lives when unemployment is at 3.8 3.5 3.6 you're able to go to your boss and say take this job and shove it i can tell my bosses in radio i'm gonna go to cbs see you guys later um, well, that's not a really good case because I'm talent and talent doesn't move quite like that. But board ops do. Um, if you work at a grocery store, um, if you work at a restaurant, you can hop around from store to store, restaurant to restaurant. If you're a tech engineer, um, wherever there's hiring right now, you can go get a raise. That's the basic idea of it. And a lot of industries are still hiring. You've heard about the job openings reports from the Federal Reserve. A lot of industries are still hiring. A lot of jobs that still need to be filled. And that's one of the reasons where if you're on the, the immigration side or they're taking U.S. jobs, well, the truth of the matter is there's a lot of open U.S. jobs. And as a nation, we could be raising more taxes by having those filled. Just throw that down there for you. Um. I was reading a research report, not a research report, but an article, a, a blog post by a, a financial advisor to the wealthy. And it was on third generation curses, which causes 90% of wealthy families to lose their money by the third generation. But some individuals manage to deplete their wealth even sooner if you come into with money very quickly. I've come into money in my lifetime. My dad was middle class. Um, he started lower middle class. Well, he started low income, to be quite honest. Then he went to lower middle class, middle class, and he ended up probably upper middle class, maybe middle class. His last job was like 60000 a year. And he had a nice pension, which helped. But he never really got to enjoy it because he worked till the day he died. But for athletes, entertainers, executives, entrepreneurs who achieve runaway success after financial hardship, Keeping that seven-figure bank account and knowing what to do with it, how to carefully spend your money, how to manage the money is important. Some areas where people lose their money after they've become wealthy within that third generation, i.e. I'm wealthy, my kids are going to inherit it, their kids are going to inherit it, will it still be around? I was surprised by one of the top reasons people lose their wealth is most families who did not start off wealthy developed suboptimal money habits already in their life 
by the time they become wealthy. Their vulnerability, their number one, was security in this list by a financial planner to the wealthy. He said one of the common pitfalls are folks who are used to accustomed to posting their travels on social media, especially if they first made it big in the public eye. When they're traveling on private jets, they're leaving their multi-million dollar homes. They open some themselves up to threats. His recommendation is to post after the fact on a vacation instead of while you're on vacation. And um, increase your safety by not posting on social media at all. So both physically and digitally, install good locks and monitored alarm systems and start to protect your family. Employ secure methods of communication. I change my email. Uh, I change my passwords every 91 days. So and you know how I do it. January 1st, then I go March, April, May, May 1st, June, July, August, August 1st. And I have it set in my calendars. Uh, I review my insurance document. Typically the day after my birthday. It's in my calendar. It goes ding, ding, ding. You have a reminder, Rob. Um, also, I review my insurance coverage when I'm doing that as a set thing every single year. I learned a little bit more about my coverage. Uh, living in California for 22 years was never a problem or 20 years was never a problem. And there was wildfires. I want to know what's going to be covered. So you know what I do? I get on the phone with my insurance company. I said, hypothetically, can you help me review my policy? And they're like, sure. If a fire burned down my house, would I be covered? And they go, oh, yeah, up to 125% rebuild fee. I'm like, so 125%. And I'm like, that's sweet. That's good. Like, I don't have to have more than that. Um, I'll ask things like, okay, if there's a rainstorm, hailstorm and windows get broken because I have some windows that are, you know, not how should we say super nice, but different, you know, like, uh, you know, a hundred little windows in a window pane versus one big window. That would be tough to replace per se. I ask questions. I work with the right professionals. If you're wealthy, you should work with professionals. If you're if you have a problem with that, you're just being cheap for when you weren't being wealthy. Do you think a baseball player doesn't have an accountant or a financial planner? Kid worked his whole life, hustled his whole life, zero to 18 to become a guy who could hit a, a curveball going at 95 miles an hour. Comes in two, three million dollars. First thing they do is hire professionals. And if they don't. Those are the ones that go bankrupt. So I'm asking you, the people who've made a lot of money in the stock market, you're worth two, three, four, five million. Why not hire a financial planner? MC Hammer went bankrupt. How is that possible? He didn't work with financial professionals. My tax guy, he looks at my taxes every year and he goes, oh, you should give this away to charity. Oh, you should do this. You should do a Roth conversion. My financial planners on top of me with diversifying my portfolio. I've got income that in my portfolio that generates 2%. I've got income that generates 5%. I've got income that generates 9%. The income that generates 2% also has some growth to it. It's called stocks. The income that generates 5.5%, 5% are in money market funds. The, gen, the income that generates 9%, 8% are in private equity, private debt, um, private real estate. So... I'm wealthy. There's no chance I would just go, well, I made my money in the stock market, so I'm going to keep doing that. Oh, what else? Review your retirement plan. 
This is what a financial planner says to the wealthy. He said, everyone needs a plan for retirement, including the ultra rich folks who come into a lot of money very quickly. Actors, athletes, entertainers, entrepreneurs. They've got a short time in which they gain income. So then they suddenly retire and they own a home after five years of playing baseball or hockey or football. Two or three smash movies. They've got $15 million. They buy a $4 million home that has cost on it of property taxes. You can't afford to live like that when you're not making the money. It drains really, really quickly. That's one of the things that happened to MC Hammer. Um, I still manage my debt wisely. I still manage my, my, anytime I have like an insurance claim this year, I had some water damage on my home. Um, and you know, I managed the cost as bestly as I could through the insurance company. Um, I've got a financial planner. I've got an accountant. When I was 18 years old, would I think I'd have those things? Nope. When I was 25, did I think I'd have those things? Nope. When I was 35, I had an accountant because I had real estate in multiple home and states. And then when I turned 45, 50, that's when I said, I need a financial planner. So these are things that a financial planner to the wealthy say. Of course, you want to avoid large purchases like expensive cars, aircraft. They deplete cash fast. Um, I don't know. I'm just telling you, if you've created wealth in your family, and I think wealth is anywhere over one and a half million, um, technically it's 500,000 with EP wealth. Uh, and we had our, it's pretty cool. Um, I do a report every Monday that goes on my YouTube channel, Rob Black show with Adam Phillips. And he's coming, becoming kind of a big deal. He was on, um, CNBC, uh, two days, two mornings ago. And he said, how did I do? And I said, suit looked great. Content was awesome. Uh, East 10 years, my, my junior, and um, I'm more of the prospect front uh, facing side. He's more of the company side. And I said, make sure you contact the producers and say, thank you. He was looking for feedback. And I said, I, tell them you could do the spot any time of the night. Any, anytime you have a guest cancel 24, seven, three, six, five, you can be on a zoom uh, video conference or you need me during the holidays. I'll fly out. The way to get in good with media in Bloomberg or CNBC or Fox business is to be available 30. and say thank you to the producers because the producers are 22, 25 years old. They want to go have a weekend. They don't want to go find a guest next week for next week. You can find me online. I know that's career advice. Send thank you cards, cards, not emails. Thank you cards. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Emails doesn't hurt either. Uh, big event coming up at Los Gatos Tollhouse Hotel late August. Uh, ready to test for retirement. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Questions about Social Security? Check out the Social Security Retirement Guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. So markets are hitting a high. They're having a good day. 2022 was the best year you could invest when the markets were down. Always remember that the markets hit an all-time high seven out of 10 years. The best time to buy are when markets are down. If you want to avoid some risk and avoid that feeling of, oh, I bought at the all-time high. I remember at one point in time in the 90s and early 2000s, Yahoo went from like four to 14 to 28 to 50, to 75, 100, 125, 150, 175, 200, 225, 250. 
Someone bought it at 250. It never went there again. Um, that's an individual stock that can get you in trouble. But the markets, take a look at them. Take a look at the last hundred years. Uh, through nuclear bombs, Oppenheimer. Atomic bombs, Nagasaki, Hiroshima, World War One, World War Two, Korea, Vietnam, $150 oil, zero oil, inflation, deflation, Republican Congress, Democrat Congress, Republican president, Democrat president. The market's seen it all. A president's being assassinated in the 60s. You got threats of nuclear war between Russia and the United States, the Cuban Missile Crisis. You'd show me what this market hasn't seen. And then take a look at the chart. You go back 100 years ago, that chart was way down in the lower left of your, your screen. And it slowly stepped up, slowly stepped up, slowly stepped up, all the way to the upper right of your screen. Maybe not all the way upper right, because that's too much of an angle. We're talking a 45-degree angle, so think of it more as a 10% angle or a 15% angle. And when you take a look at the, the that chart, Remember, where in this chart was World War One and World War Two, and where was Vietnam? And like, when you see the chart, you don't see the dips, you don't see the concern, you don't see the fear. I just want people to invest in your four one k or your four three b is a great way to do it. In an Acorns account on the side of that, wonderful. If you could do more than that, I think that's great. You know why I want you to invest? Not so you can be stinking rich. Because I want to be the wealthiest person. I want to have access to all the the women and the cars and the, the spaceships. Um, no. I want I want to have a good age 60 to 100. That's what I want you to have. Um, my best friend, male best friend, I think all men should have male best friends. Um, he's, uh, his wife is visiting her father and he lives in a trailer that's not great. It's below average to say the least, like leaks and such. Um, he's been bitten by three rattlesnakes after he turned 60 because he lives in a rattlesnake prone area. Now I saw a rattlesnake. <laughs> Did you know this? I don't know. I brought this up on air. I live in a very warm area. And opened the front door two weeks ago. And bam, there was a rattlesnake on my front door. Oh, boy, that was fun. Uh, it was a good, like, 20-incher. It's a big one. So I did what I was supposed to do. I closed the door and cried. Now I closed the door and called Marin Humane. They came out within an hour. Um, I watched the thing. And, of course, before they show up, it started to slither away. It went into a crack on my patio. They showed up five minutes later. I was like, he just went down that crack. And was like, they're like, let's take a look. And um, my front door has kind of like a three foot stone step up stone to the front door. So it was hiding in the rock waiting to escape and um, caught it. And then we rehoused it. <laughs> I said, can you get rehoused it at my neighbor's house? <laughs> The one with the loud motorcycle that we hear every day on the show at 7.33 a.m. And she goes, no, they, they rehoused it in a, a field far, far away uh, from the home. It's where kids aren't likely to come upon it kind of thing. And I instantly said a $200 donation to Marin Humane because I think that's awesome. 
Um, they let me and my kids take pictures. They like, they were totally, totally wonderful. So one of my big things that I will do as I age with my wealth is give it away. And one of the things I truly believe in are children and animals. Um, the movie that's going around that's wildly popular that talks about um, child sex trade. It's revolts. It's, it's repulsive. I could fund, I could fund initiatives in that area. I can fund Marin Humane with my philanthropy. Um, I just think kids and children and animals are like innocent. And um, I don't know. What's yours? What's your way of saying thank you to society for what you have and don't have? But anyhow, I was talking about, um, I really want to create wealth for you so that you can live 60 to 100 without being a, a problem for your kids. Let them go have their life. You had yours. Um, my friend's father-in-law, the father-in-law is a mess. He's pretty racist. He's pretty much so a curmudgeon. He um, drives when he shouldn't. He asks his kids for money. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying I wish that the kids could live their life without being in the shadow of him. I don't want to be a shadow in my kids' lives. I want them to go find love and figure out if they want to see a Taylor Swift concert or not when Taylor's 85 years old. You think she's going to do the Bruce Springsteen thing? Do you? I'm not so sure. Um, I adore Bruce Springsteen, but relax, man. Take a break. Um, I know you're doing it for the fans, but the fans are paying a lot of their retirement money to you so that you can relax if you want to. Uh, the seven tests of retirement readiness. Next big event coming up in Los Gatos, one of my favorite hotels, the Toll House Hotel, because you can eat it. It's a cookie. Um, it's in Los Gatos, the seven tests of retirement readiness. It is August 24, 630 to 830. Learn more about it at Rob Black Show. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors Thursday, August 24th in Los Gatos. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least 500000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Thursday, August 24th, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at the Los Gatos Toll House Hotel. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com.